The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory, Glory to you, my Lord. Lord. Jesus instructed the twelve as follows. As you go, proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils. You received without charge, give without charge. Provide yourselves with no gold or silver, not even a few coppers for your purses, with no haversack for the journey, or spare tunic, or footwear, or a staff, for a workman deserves his keep. Whatever town or village you go into, ask for someone trustworthy, and stay with him until you leave. As you enter his house, salute it, and if the house deserves it, let your peace descend upon it. If it does not, let your peace come back to you. And if anyone does not welcome you or listen to what you have to say, as you walk out of the town or house, shake the dust from your feet. I tell you solemnly, on the day of judgment, it will not go as hard with the land of Sodom and Gomorrah as with that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Over the past few, few days, we've been hearing from Hosea and before that, Amos. And Amos and Hosea are these two minor prophets, but they sort of form an interesting seesaw between God's justice and God's mercy, God's mind and God's merciful heart, you know, and the two belong together. But, but, but they're different sort of facades of God's, God's presence with us and God's will. But I loved that closing word of the reading on Hosea here. It says, I am the Holy One in your midst. I have no wish to destroy you know, it's such a glimpse into the what we call the active and the permissive will of God. Like God allows Israel to fall into slavery or to run off track or to become corrupt or whatever. And, and not just Israel, but us, the new Israel. Um, God allows many things because he knows that, you know, our, our sort of wound up hearts need to travel a wound up road to come back to the to come back to him. And he's patient. But he doesn't like harshness. That's, that's not who he is. Um, our God is mercy itself, is love and generosity and peace itself. So that's one thing that I think makes, becomes very clear in this, in this reading and really from, from a lot of Hosea. But alongside that, I, I feel, and again, in these days of plenary, there's this thing that God's trying to draw us out of and it's a kind of, I don't know what to call it, but it's, it's to get out of the, the economy of means and ends. And, and by that I mean this, you know, God calls us by name, uh, draws us, clothes us in himself, feeds us with his own person. He does a whole lot of things in and through and for us. Why? What's the ultimate result of this? What's the what's the payout <laughs> or what's the reward or what's the destination the irony of it all is that the beginning of the journey is the end of the journey god meets with us because god wants to be with us god gives himself to us because god wants to be with us god speaks to us because he wants us to know his voice you, you know what i mean um actually the end and the means is the same thing. God is actually just trying to acquaint us always more and more with himself. And so I think if there's any lingering feeling in any of us, in, in the whole church universal, 
that I have to do what God is saying so that I can go to heaven, which is some thing other than God. No, heaven is God's presence. He's, he's, he's opening heaven to us now. The kingdom of God is in our midst. God wants to give us one thing, and it's himself. And what does he want from us? Really one thing, and it's us. It's really as simple as that. God wants us. We want God. Uh, let's enter into the communion that he's made abundantly and profoundly available. Let's receive all that God is, even right now.